0: Welcome to the Eclectic Readers podcast, where every book is a new journey. I'm Meredith. I'm Susan. I'm Jeanette. Hi, ladies. How are you today?
1: Hello. Oh, summertime. Yay. <laughs>
0: yes, it is hot. <laughs> yeah, I I love it's summer,
1: but it's been hot. Like, I love the extra daylight. Oh That's my gosh. Nice. I actually wish I could enjoy it because you know we're further up and stuff in Colorado and it's light until like a little past nine <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. and it's just so great. Um, but yeah, we've, we've just been trying to go to the lake a lot cause we have a state park about 10 minutes oh, nice. from our house. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been going to the lake to kind of, you know, change the scenery, <laughs> mix it up, Yeah, you know dip our feet in the cold cold lake water.
2: It sounds fun though.
1: Yeah. It sounds really nice. It is. We get Good. there early um to try and beat the traffic. We did not succeed yesterday. It was pretty busy. Um but then like we stay there. We have a paddle board so the girls go out on the paddle board and then um we eat lunch and then we come home. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice though. It's nice to get out. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice thing about Colorado is like there's there's like a nice thing super close to us. And it's like, this is fantastic, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, how are yeah. you doing, Jeanette?
2: Well, last time I was here was like on a regular episode was months ago and everything was going crazy. And yet. <laughs> um, At some point in June, I regained my equilibrium or my fighting spirit or whatever you want to call it. And now I'm doing super well. I've Yay. been reading tons of books, um enjoying time with my family. Um we uh we got my daughter like a little kiddie pool so that we keep outside because it's insanely hot here and I am not a summer person as you guys all know.
1: <laughs> right. Um
2: so but it's really fun cuz she splashes around in the kiddie pool and I like sit my feet in it and we're like relaxing like and it's cute. So yeah, it's Aww. been you know, I'm like, the world is crazy and I'm I'm just going to be fine. That's
0: great. <laughs>
1: That's, that is so great. Like, good uh, attitude.
2: Yeah, I, I can't love decide it. if I'm like the little dog in the <laughs> like, like the little dog sipping coffee or
0: whatever. <laughs> oh, or not. The fire. Like, I
1: can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's OK. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> How about I you, do Mer- have to say that.
0: June was a really good reading month for me, too. I got 10 books read, which for me is, like, unheard of. Wow. I pretty much am always at, like, the five to six book mm-hmm. count per month. So that was nice. Um, but my outings really consist of sitting on my balcony. <laughs> it, it looks living so the cozy city. and relaxing yeah. in the photos, though. Yeah, it, it is. does <laughs> look
1: relaxing.
0: It is nice. And being in the city and having, like, a private outdoor space is...
1: Mm-hmm. Very
0: nice right now to have yeah. that. So mm-hmm. I will take it. I might not and be going shady to the lake. Because you but have your tree. Yes. I pretty much live in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like a squirrel. It is right outside the balcony.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, so it is nice. And with that extra daylight, I can sit out there a lot longer, which mm-hmm. is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And do more reading. I try. I really do. <laughs> yeah. Because
2: you know, I'm going to ask you guys. What are you reading now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. How did I know that was coming? <laughs> you, look, you can see the notes. <laughs> um, well, I've been on a Crazy Rich Asians Kick. So, you know, he has three books in the series. And so I'm on the last book, Rich People Problems, um, by Kevin nice. Kwan. Yeah, and <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it is, I mean, this is like true escapism is because like, i have i cannot relate to these people at all right like (laughs) (laughs) spas in the plane where they own their own 747 and like trying to get this one super famous architect before this other person gets i'm just like i have nothing to relate to to you people but you are all ridiculous (laughs)
0: Now, has the ridiculous factor gone up in every book?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> because, um, so, you know, the first one focuses on Rachel and um, Nick. And as the books go on, you actually see more of the family. It focuses more on certain family members and um, like close Family, friends, but like, yeah, so you see like a lot more of Astrid's story, um, that kind of thing, which is nice. Like, I would, I I like Astrid, she's one of my favorite characters in the books. It's like, hey, I'm glad I get to see more, but like, you know, she's hiding away on this remote island that you can only like scuba dive to, (laughs) like,
0: (laughs) as you do, yeah,
1: as one does. So, um, it's it's fun. It is just it was so nice to just get away and just, you know, read about these people's drama. But then like there is like real, real problems underneath of like acceptance of like, you know, betrayal and, um, and insecurities, things like that. So it's it's good. I like it. I've been liking it. That's awesome.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I that sounds like a lot sometime. of time. Yeah. Yeah. Me, too.
1: Yeah, and can I just mention they travel all over Asia and they talk about delicious, delicious food. So, well, now I want to read it even more. Right? (laughs) Yeah, that's always a bonus. Mm -hmm. I'm just like now I'm now I'm hungry and I want dim sum. Like, great. (laughs) (laughs) Nope.
2: Well, now that I'm super hungry,
0: Um. (laughs) Meredith, what are you reading? So right now, I am currently reading Riot Baby by Tochi Onyabuchi. And I guess you would consider it sci-fi or, like, speculative fiction. Mm. Uh, You follow siblings Ella and Kev. And the story starts with Ella living in South Central LA. Um, shes I don't know exactly how old she is, but she's pretty young. Um, And sometimes she has these episodes where she can see people's futures like she'll like get a nosebleed and like the person she's looking at, she'll just see into their future. Uh, And then, um, and you know, within a chapter or two, her brother is born in the middle of the LA riots of 1992. And then the story moves in time when they're a little bit older and they're living in Harlem. And uh, again, a chapter or two later, Kev is 18 and he's serving time at Rikers and Ella's powers of like, just full-blown telekinesis. Like, she can move things with her mind. She can, like, astral project her her soul. Like, she can do all of these crazy, crazy things. And yet, her brother is still behind bars in Rikers. Um, oh. Even though she has all of these powers. Like, she could go in and just, like, destroy the whole place. And so, I, I'm not quite halfway through. So, I'm honestly not really sure where the story's going to go. But I'm interested to see... Uh, and it's a, it's a thin book. It's like it's like two hundred pages, maybe. Like it's wow. it's it's not long. So I'll be huh. interested to see what he can fit in. To, yeah. to another, you know. Um, and then another one that I just finished that I loved. I read during the eclectic readathon. Was mm-hmm. the newest Elizabeth Acevedo book called "Clap When You Land," and it was amazing. It was beautiful and heart wrenching, and I don't want to give too much away, but you deal with grief and loss and betrayal and family and love. And yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of leave wow. it at that. But I will say that it's written in verse like her first book was. And there's two point of views from Camino in the Dominican Republic and Yahaira in the United States.
1: Okay. That and I would heavy. recommend it. <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs>
0: I've been looking forward to that one. Impactful, you know. Yes, great. I think impactful is a good word. Mm-hmm. But you, I think in the end you do have you, you're leaving with like hope and like okay. feel good. Nice.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I've been really excited about that
2: one. Yeah. So um, I also had a really great reading month in June, um, but I think for me, some of the stuff that stuck out uh, what, one of the things that stuck out the most was uh, Just Mercy by Bryan Stevenson. Um Came out as a movie last year, but um, if you're not familiar with it, it's nonfiction. Brian Stevenson is a lawyer, and his book centers around his work with people on death row, and specifically the case of Walter McMillan, who is a black man who or who was, because this takes place in the past. Uh, he was a black man who was sentenced to death unfairly, and it was just so interesting. And I learned a lot about the the justice system and how it's affected by bias. And I was like, "Wow, there's so many things that you think you know, and you really don't know." So that was so interesting, and it was really, um, powerful as well. Okay. Um, I also binged, and when I say binged, I binged the series. (laughs) It was not intentional. I just picked up the first one and. Did not stop reading until the end. Um, but I binged the wedding date series by Jasmine Guillory. And that is a romance series. The first of which is about Alexa and Drew who meet in an elevator. And Drew needs a date for a wedding. So they agree to start a fake relationship. So he looks good in front of his friends. And of course they end up falling for each other because of course they do. And it's super of cute. Yeah. <laughs> And each book in the series is centered on a different character from their group of friends and relatives. And the most recent one is Party of Two, which is one of my favorites in the whole series. And I got to sit down with Jasmine Guillory and talk about it a couple weeks back. So everybody should go back and check out that interview. It's episode 86, I believe. Yeah, 86. Yes, And Jasmine is a delight and... We talked about, like, her characters and how much fun she had writing them, and they're just as fun to read. And also, um, we talk about dessert. So if you want (laughs) to get hungry again, um, read the books because there's a lot of good food in them. And then listen to her talk about cake.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) That also, that, that, those two, because I only read the um, Wedding Date and The Proposal. And again, food. I'm just like, I am hungry. <laughs> I know. Yes. And The Proposal is also great. The Proposal contains like one of my
2: all time favorite mm-hmm. scenes in the whole series, which I'm not going to spoil because it's so funny.
0: <laughs> so. Yes. That, that really is a bingeable series. I just it's finished so the fourth <laughs> book. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been listening to the audiobooks, and mm-hmm. they are just a delight. Yep. They
2: are. And there's also a little bit of escapism in there if you're mm-hmm. into escapism and reading about people like eating delicious food all the time yep. and like oh, those going out for like good oh, drinks man. all the time and cupcakes mm-hmm. and all sorts of things. Um, so it's also got a little bit of escapism, but she's mm-hmm. also got some like, she's got some realness in there too.
1: Yep. Yeah. Like people
2: talking about real issues, which yep. I love.
1: Yes. Agreed.
2: So, yeah. It's been fun. Um So that's, you know, that's my big announcement is listen to Jasmine Guillory talk because she's delightful. (laughs) Um, Another piece of book news that came up, (laughs) came up recently, Um, and it's not about us, but it's about one of our, uh, one of our previous reads. Uh, We've read Ready Player One way back on episode four of some time ago, guys. It was five years ago, believe it or not. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And (laughs) the author, Ernest (laughs) Cline... He is releasing a sequel in November of this year, so November 2020, entitled Ready Player 2. And that's all we know right now. We don't know what it's about. We don't know where it came from. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We don't even know, do we need this? Do we need this?
1: (laughs) Uh, I think that is the real question. (laughs) Is it necessary? Like, no, not really. I mean, I was telling my husband about the news is like, cause he really loved ready player one too. <laughs> right. He's like, what? Like, you know, I was like, oh yeah, Anders Klein's coming out with a, a sequel ready player two. And he's like, why? What are they going to do with it? Like what's, <laughs> what's going to have Like what, do, do you have, what's going on with it? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's like, so they're just making something I'm like, I don't know, but he's working on it. He's like, Oh, he's working. Like, no, I pretty. I think it's done. It's coming out in November. He's like, oh, (laughs) it's actually already a thing. (laughs) Like, right? It's (laughs) interesting that they really didn't make any announcements earlier
0: than this. I mean, granted, November is still a ways away, but normally a big time author, you would be hearing about like a year in advance
1: for sure. Because they're going to write this book. Look out for it, you know. But there was none of that with this one.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, for heaven's sakes, how long have we been hearing about George R. R. Martin's book that's never coming out? Like they announce <laughs> that every 6 months that it's coming and yeah. it's not even done. Um but yeah, I I mean, when I saw this announcement, my instant reaction was, "What? Like why?" <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could, It has to be new events and, you know, maybe it'd be interesting to see a different person's perspective. Like, I don't want to, you yeah, know, no offense to Wade. I don't want to read his perspective again. Like, if it mm-hmm. came from H's perspective, I might be mm. more into it. Yep. But, you know, I just don't,
0: I don't know where it's going. I
2: right? don't know wh- whose story yeah, they I mean, could explore.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, who the, is The ending two? had, like, a nice, a nice little bow on it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. ending of
1: the first book was good. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> yeah. The only thing I am I can shrugging think of? my
0: shoulders because yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I think that's everybody. Like, just what?
2: <laughs> yeah. The only thing I can think of is like, is it a like jump forward in time mm-hmm. to see what happens when Wade has control of everything?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I hope it's not a prequel. Oh, oh.
1: I, that I didn't not. even occur to me until you just said it. It wouldn't yeah. even make sense if it were because you don't put
0: player two, player, no, player, no, player one. For sure. I'm just thinking about the Hunger Games, how it came out with a prequel Uh, this year. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like they would have said that, right? If it was a prequel, Uh, they would have. I mean, they've said literally nothing. (laughs) Who knows? I mean, anyway, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. yeah. I guess we'll
2: have to wait in November so everybody can, you know, find out over, you know, Thanksgiving break. (laughs)
1: uh, Yeah. After we we can all shred together in December again. (laughs) Yeah. Just pat our bellies. We're full from Thanksgiving dinner. And, you know, we sit down with a book and it'll be Ready Player Two. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I reserve my judgment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see.
2: <laughs> um, But, you know, about Ready Player One, what I do like about Ready Player One, and I'll talk about it a little bit more later, is that I think it's a good, like, journey or quest book, and that is our topic for this month. We're talking about journey books. Mm. So, question is, what makes, let's start with, what makes a good
0: journey book or a good road trip book? For me, I would say the interesting places you get to visit and the characters you meet along the way. uh, I think... It can be fun to see different areas of whatever world you're in. Cause I feel like a lot of them are usually fantasy, right? So you get to see different areas of this fantastical place.
1: Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. But at the same time, you want like for me, like I want to make sure I like the characters. Because mm-hmm. with a journey or a road trip, like you need to enjoy the company you're with.
0: That is um, true. So, I mean if you're stuck in a car with them, you better like them, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sometimes so. it's
2: more interesting when you
0: don't like them.
2: Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then. I'm not saying it's more fun. Right. I'm just saying to read about it's more
1: interesting to read in conflict. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I think the the place the in, like even because if it's a road trip, like it's, if it's a fiction and it's a cross-country road trip, um like I want to make sure the characters are fun to follow and their journey is interesting um, to complement the road trip. Mm -hmm. Right.
2: No, that makes sense. Yeah. And of course, we're talking, I should have said this at the top, we're talking about journeys and road trips because of course it's summer and we are unlikely to do any journeying this summer. (laughs) But it's still a fun, like journey books and road trip books are still a fun way to kind of, get out of your space, mm-hmm. um, at least mentally.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. But when you do go on road trips, what books do you take with you? Uh, I have been very lucky recently that I've gotten my husband into audiobooks the past couple of years. So when we have been making you know road trips down to see family, we'll pick out an audiobook that we're both interested in. Uh, and again, we're just talking about Ready Player One all the time on this episode. <laughs> it's funny how that happens sometimes. <laughs> but that was one of the first audiobooks we listened to, and it like hooked him. Like, haha, my evil plan <laughs> to get him to read audiobooks worked. Uh, but since then, uh, sometimes we'll listen to celebrity memoirs. Those are really fun, especially when they're narrated by the celebrity. And Because they're not plot-based, it's a little easier for the driver. You know, they're not having to, like, concentrate too hard or miss things while they're driving. So I would recommend for audiobooks Tina Fey's Bossy Pants, The Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo by Amy Schumer, any of Mindy Kaling's or Jim Gaffigan's books are really funny. Um, Once I get to the destination, I still want something light. And this, man, this year, I have been on a huge contemporary romance kick. Mm -hmm. Like nothing else. So I would probably, if I was actually going somewhere this year and sitting on a beach or something, I would probably bring some of those romances
1: along. Yeah. I'm the same way. I like light, fun books. Um, nothing heavy, you know? Um, cause I mean like, li- I literally, since I was doing the Harry Potter read last year, I literally was lugging around my books <laughs> on my trips mm-hmm. and they are heavy books. <laughs> right? Um, well, I'll take like fun light book. I usually take my current book club read, uh, e- mm-hmm. you know, ebook, paperback or, you know, audiobook. Like it, I have my book club read. And I mean, I, I have a half a dozen kids books because the girls enjoy reading and bedtime and stuff. So I would say a third of my luggage on a road trip would be books. <laughs> yep. As it should be. Um, but I, I get carsick. So I listen to audiobooks, but the girls are in the car now um i i I borrow kids audiobooks from the library um for us to listen to and like disney has these anthologies you know so they're like two hours long um oh nice but right now they are loving it and so we'll read it anytime we're in the car for a bit um is beasus and ramona books (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what, great. And they keep asking every time we're in the car, can we listen to Bezos and Ramona?
0: <laughs> so that's. Those are so some cute. timeless stories, then. Oh those God. have been around. 50s. Written, like, 50s. 50s. I was going to say, wow. before we were kids, I know that.
1: Yeah, 50s, you guys. And like the girls are loving it. And I just, so like every once in a while, I'll catch myself looking at Anna when she's being just a brat. I'm like, do you want to be like Ramona? <laughs> and she's like, no. <laughs> that's so funny. So, but yeah, that's, that's what we're reading in the car. <laughs> that's adorable. Yep. There's yeah, a, okay. Oh um, sorry, just one last thing. There's an audiobook sure, no. on audible narrated by Stalker Channing. And it's the whole Ramona Beezus and Ramona series that she reads so, I found it on Audible and it's one credit. So, wow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's what we've been listening to. <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounds
2: fun. It's mm-hmm. Dr. Channing, too. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't do a whole lot of audiobooks because um, my. My husband isn't a big reader, and now, of course, we've got my daughter in the car. um, And if I'm not playing, you know, music that she cares about in the car, she's three. So, you know, if I'm not playing music she cares about in the car, she's really annoyed. Um, But – and our our road trips tend to be really long. Um, We do road trips like once a year, and our road trips are usually like 20 hours long, um, which is fine. We love road trips. But I've been thinking about if – we do take any road trips next time. If I'm trying to I want to try and hook my husband. Cause guys, I got I got to get him reading. Mm. Um, <laughs> if I try and hook my husband, um, maybe I'll try something he'd be interested in too. Like one of Anthony Bourdain's books. Ooh, Cause yeah, yeah, I, I know they're good. I've heard such great things about them. I've been interested in them for a while. I borrowed one from the library like last year and I played it and he wasn't feeling well in the car. So he like fell asleep, but, before he fell asleep, he was super interested in it. Mm-hmm. So, um, nice. yeah, but since I don't do a lot of audiobooks, I try and keep like a variety. Like I typically bring my Kindle so I can have like a ton of books with me when I travel. And I just like them fun and fast paced because when you're driving like 20 hours, it makes the time go faster. Um Yeah. And, you know, I like to read things that have, like, interesting facts and things I can share with my husband sometimes because Mm. that's also, you know, that's such a great time to have, like, a great, like, road trip conversation. Yeah, Um, that's true. Yeah, like, I think the last road trip we went on was when we we read Educated, and I wasn't, like, a super big fan of that book. It, like, stressed me out, but… I, you know, I got to talk to my husband about how it stressed me out. So like I like reading things that like I can stimulate a long conversation. Hmm. Mm. So That's
0: nice. yeah. yeah. That's yeah. So fun. like, Mary Roach books would be perfect, right? That's
2: true. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The first time he and I took a trip together was back pre-podcast days when the book club was reading Bonk. Mm, Yeah. And I was sitting on the airplane being like, that's so funny. Did you know this? And reading (laughs) him random facts from Bonk, which is probably a weird thing to read it to him on an airplane. But... (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It it was so fun. Nice. Um, Yeah. So... What are books you guys have enjoyed where the characters go on a road trip or a journey?
1: So um, the Phantom Tollbooth immediately came to my mind um, because it's literally about a boy who is bored. (laughs) (laughs) He is bored and all of a sudden this box comes, he puts it together. It's like a random tollbooth. He goes through it and all of a sudden he's in this like weird fantasy place full of puns and numbers you know <laughs> it's amazing i love that yeah. book. i've always loved that book. it's so good and like it is so appropriate right now you know it's like he is literally bored
0: <laughs> <laughs> stuck at I home somehow, bored yep I to somehow totally. never read that book as a kid. I don't, oh my goodness. I don't know how I missed
2: it. Mm-hmm. You should you should read it now. I think you would still
1: enjoy yeah. it now. Because it's, it's got yeah. a lot of wordplay. It does uh, a lot of mm. wordplay. It's like educational in the best way. Um, <laughs> because I think the underlying message is like, hey, learning is fun and interesting and takes you on adventures. You know, because mm, the kid's mm-hmm. bored. He didn't want to read. He didn't want to learn anything, you know, and like the characters in this world are so like, what? what are you talking about then? How can you do this thing or this thing, you know? So it's, it's a I good one. I just
2: realized I don't own it. I have to buy that for Catherine.
1: Yes, um, I um, just bought it Catherine, like obviously. last year, I think, <laughs> and read it. I'm like, I'm so glad I have this book now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, And another one came, came to mind was Voyage of the Don Treader mm-hmm,
2: Um, yeah. and the Chronicles of I Narnia. I that one in mind too. Yep,
1: because I mean, like they he does go on a journey to look for the, you know, these nights um and they're like you know mapping out as they go along which i think is fantastic it's so good it's like top like top three for the series for me and all the different islands they go to with all the different Mm -hmm. like crazy characters characters and creatures and yep yeah and then the water is like sweet and there's more people down there and oh so good (laughs) Um and another one this one's depressing, but it was so good was the road um yep it uh is that the one by was a Cor- cormick McCarthy, McCarthy. Uh-huh. okay
0: Cor- yeah, yeah, I don't know if I can handle that um, one, but I've
1: heard it's good it it is it's so good they're literally on the road <laughs> looking for a safe spot spot the man and the boy- the son, and it's just like it it was so well written, like it's so good <laughs> yeah um. like a very bleak but like not all road trips can be happy and happy go you know fun and stuff so (laughs) um but it is like a it's a good book to at least read once in your life i think Mm, mm -hmm. so um and i i just need to give a shout out to a goofy movie you guys (laughs) yes (laughs) like it's the ultimate road trip movie for me (laughs) it's the best and it's 25 years old like, <laughs> That's I crazy. feel so old. I but know. I love
0: it. I still love it. <laughs> I the do music too. Is so
1: good. So good. And just the story is so good. Father, son, like miscommunication yes. and coming together. It's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> coming it's of fantastic. age. Yeah. It's a great, great movie. I think it's one of the ultimate like road trip movies for me. <laughs> so, I yeah. agree.
2: Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. Fear not, listeners. <laughs> co-hosts have promised to uh, party
0: with me and watch it. <laughs> yes. 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 Now that we have Disney Plus, we can all yes. pull it up and watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, so my experience with journey books started at a very young age because my dad read The Hobbit to me when I was like five. Aww. So that is like, you know, my foundational journey book, I suppose. And what a journey it was. <laughs> good old Bilbo. Yeah. Uh, so if you somehow haven't read The Hobbit, I would say give it a shot. And it probably it's probably really good on audiobook, too, if you were on a road trip yourself. I would think uh, it would be, yeah. 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 I, I don't know who, had,
1: who narrated it. I wasn't thrilled with the audiobook narrator for Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So, Hmm. yeah. And then a couple others that
0: came to mind that were like actually add like driving in a car road trip elements was the lightning thief, mm. which is the first Percy Jackson book. Yep. And then the newest rainbow Rowell book, wayward son. Uh, they both have like road trip aspects. And I know rainbow Rowell specifically wanted the road trip aspect as like a quintessential American type thing. Since the first book mm-hmm. was in England and the second books in America, she's like, I want something like really American, like a road trip. And of course, it still had all of like the crazy magical elements and, and creatures that you meet along the way. And then I also realized that they both of those books, one of the stops ends up being in Las Vegas. <laughs> I was like, is that a really popular road trip stop? I don't. know. I mean, I guess if you're on that side of the country, I, uh, so it was interesting.
1: Maybe because there's a lot of kooky people there. You yeah, know? so magical people <laughs> can be in hiding easier.
0: Right. And another book that I read actually this year, a recent read, that I wasn't even expecting to have a journey, was Spin the Dawn, where the main character ends up going on a quest to retrieve some magical items. And so, it again, it was cool to kind of see different parts of the country, like looking at the map and be like, oh, we went here, we went here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then I was also thinking, is the Odyssey the OG road trip story? <laughs> Except on a boat.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. I, I absolutely agree with that.
2: I love the Odyssey too. Um we covered it in my English class this year and it was actually like really fun to like I had like I hadn't reread it in a while. Um other than like, you know, in previous years, like when students were reading it, kinda like skimming parts or like refreshing so I could help them with work. But this is my first time teaching it. And it was so much fun to like go back and reread and revisit it, and be like, "Oh my gosh, guys, this is going to be so funny, gonna be so fun." <laughs> and the kids being like, "Okay, you're you're crazy, Miss, because you know it's English class; it's not supposed to be fun." And I'm like, "No, no, it really is." <laughs> um, um, but yes, I definitely agree that that's the OG road trip book. Yeah, and yeah, it like it's one of. So I like journeys. I tend to like journeys like that have quests in them, like mm-hmm. like in Ready Player One, which we've talked about, right? I like it when there's like a series of things you have to get or do. Um, I I find that super fun. Um, that like that's why when we started talking about this, Don Treader was one of the first things that popped into my head. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not like my favorite favorite Narnia book, I love that aspect to it, and mm-hmm. I love like following them on that journey um i like the wizard of oz where like okay you've got to get to here okay now that you're here you have to go here Mm -hmm. and obtain this item and then do this thing and like i i like to have kind of a purpose in my journey books Mm -hmm. but like because i tend to like gravitate towards those one of the fun ones that i like came across while looking up more fun books the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I love that book. Mm. Oh, I completely yeah. forgot that it was a journey <laughs> book. It was not like a like quest thing, but it is so much fun. And it's like that whole series makes me like laugh, like literally laugh out loud.
1: Yeah.
2: So. Very nice. Yeah. This is so. Oh, there's so many good journeys out there.
1: There are. Um,
2: <gasps> yeah. So why do we like them? What do we like about these books? What do we get out of them?
1: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, escapism, right? Like, obviously, yes, <laughs> we, we want to experience another person's journey. We want to see the location in their eyes, you know, like I get to go places yeah. and, you know, because I mean, traveling is expensive, even road trips. They're not that cheap, you know, and it's and also with kids like you can't have like the kind of journey you may really want (laughs) 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 so it's like i get to go and travel with these people i mean that's why i'm loving the crazy rich asian series right now because like they get to go on these private jets and fly off to these remote locations and eat this expensive food and it's like oh yes that's I wish I could be doing that right now. I will live vicariously through these characters. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Vacation within the pages
0: of a book, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think getting to see the characters experience everything and you kind of go along on the journey with them is always a fun experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I would disagree with that, yeah. And then there's like deeper like journey of self-discovery right like usually these journeys are like a realization of something in themselves um yes yeah. we get to see them grow mm-hmm. and
2: yes, yes. And, and i love that because i love the world building idea i mm-hmm. love character growth Yep, i, I love mashing them together mm-hmm. it, it's cool yep um, i think some of our listeners agree um uh, cause we asked on Instagram and let's see in Twitter what you guys thought. And Naomi 99 said that she likes the darkest mind series, which I've also read and completely forgot that that there's a road, there's a road trip in my area
1: in the darkest mind <laughs> series. And
2: I completely <laughs> forgot about that, but she's, uh, you know, she said there's lots of interesting traveling and adventuring that happens. And that's so true. Um, down the Yellow Brick Pod agreed with us about The Wizard of Oz, which is classic. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren explores books, loves the journey in The Hobbit, as we all do. And uh, I am Amanda Banana Asked, does green eggs and ham count as a journey? <laughs> to which I say, yes. There's yeah. growth, there's self-discovery, and there is some traveling.
1: Well, then it totally counts. Like, I don't know why we're, I don't know what, there needs to be a debate about this. There's no (laughs) debate. We should have just started with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I
2: mean, yeah, now we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, hopefully, we've added a few books to your TBRs, listeners. And if you would like to get some links to them, you can check out our show notes at eclecticreaders.fireside.fm slash 87. And you can find the podcast at uh, Goodreads, Litzy, and Instagram at Eclectic Readers and on Twitter at Eclectic Read Pod. And where can listeners find you, ladies?
1: Uh, listeners can find me on Goodreads and Litzy at Rudi R-U-R-I underscore K-A-I-C-H-O-U.
2: Okay. and you can find me on goodread's and let's see at j m t r i v e r a that's j m t rivera
0: and on twitter at dr jeanette d r j e a n n e t t e you can find me on instagram twitter and let's see under mayor the book gal m e r e t h e b o o k g a l please subscribe in your favorite podcatcher so you never miss an episode like our Surprise episode with Jasmine Guillory (laughs) that released earlier this month. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so more listeners can find us. And we'll see you for our discussion of the Forest of Enchantments later this month. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.